happy Thursday and welcome into another edition of the PHNX Sun Devil Show. I'm Anthony Tocher, yeah, joined as always by Big Pokey Shane Diefenbach himself. Deef, how you doing, man? I'm good. You're out of practice this morning. Yeah, it was warm. Yeah, it a little toasty. It wasn't too bad. No? Blessed us with a nice day. There you go. There you go. And Kenny spoke? Kenny spoke. Kenny, Kenny, he doesn't speak. He, I don't know. What he he delivers sermons. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Passion. And just... Yeah. Passion preaches is yeah. what we'll call him. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So we've got sound from Kenny Dillingham that we're going to get to a little bit later on in the show because, of course, Arizona State is just a week away from kicking off the college football season against Southern Utah. But before we get into that, we have Harlan Rashada, Jaden Rashada, and Roman Rashada's dad uh, on the line. He's going to hop on with us right now and and harlan it's obviously been a crazy week for you before we even get into Jaden being announced as a starter i'm just curious what it's been like for the last few months for you obviously having Jaden and now roman obviously at asu as well yeah you know uh to be honest man um the fact that uh they they both you know got to be at arizona state at the same time was kind of reassuring you know um in particular with Jaden's transition, you know, and the whole story and everything we kind of went through, um, having them both there, you know, Roman's a, a, an older brother. So they've, they've been a real strong, he's been a real strong support group, you know, kind of for Jaden. And um, aside from all that, man, it's just really been exciting. I, I can't wait for the season. I can't wait to see these dudes running around. I can't wait to see, you know, what this, this uh, Kenny Dillingham era is going to start off like and, I'm ready for the ride. Yeah. What what are what's some advice that you've given both of them, especially Jaden, you know, with all eyes seemingly kind of on him um, during the process of changing schools. What's like the biggest piece of advice you gave them coming to Arizona State? Uh I mean, for me, you know, I, I went to Arizona State. I mean, I, I the one thing I always said about ASU is it's a great place to go to school. It's a great place to live at. Um, you know, there, there's not a lot of culture shock. You know, um, we went to a lot of different places. Uh, I mean, you name it from across the country to different cultures, you know, and coming from California, it was, uh, you know, living wise, it's an easy transition. Um, some of my advice, uh, some of the things I kind of discussed with them was just, you know, it's it's a big transition going from high school, junior college to to uh, to college ball, and uh, just to be patient with yourself, um, and more so than anything, just really dive into being a student of the game. You know, um, I think that's the biggest transition for anybody. I mean, the game is going to be bigger, stronger, faster, but you got to really get it up here, and you got to be patient with yourself, and you got to really dial into what's going on X and O's and get that under your belt. So that's a big transition for any kid, for any high school kid, for any JUCO kid, anybody going into a different program. So I think the emphasis probably was more so in just, you know, learning, you know, being patient and learning. Yeah, one thing that I've noticed, and, and you mentioned it, being a student of the game is even in even in fall camp when he first, you know, or in spring when he first got here, even when he wasn't taking reps, he was always asking, you know, what about this and how about this and blah, blah, blah to, to all of the quarterbacks, you know, so, quote unquote ahead of him in the depth chart. Is that something you noticed that he always kind of did as, as a young age was just always trying to learn? 
Yeah, you know, to be honest, um, a lot of people are really infatuated with, uh, you know, Jaden's arm strength, you know what I mean, and, and his, his, uh, his athletic ability and all those things. And, and those things are great, but in my honest opinion, I mean, I've, I've been around him all, my, all his life, you know, and I think his, his biggest um, asset is actually where he is between the ears. Um, aside from him, just he's really a fierce competitor, man. I'm not, I'm not a dad saying this. I mean, he, he's been that way since I put him in anything, you know. And um, but I think the the biggest thing that that uh that he has, to be honest, is you know his comprehension. Um, uh, he's very very coachable, um, and he's uh he's really really a, a very very intelligent young man. You know, if, if you get the time to really get to know him and, and get to see that side of him aside from his character, um, which is great as well. You know, he's very, very intelligent. So I, I like to hear it. I, I, you know, I think that, you know, everybody, you know, hats off to the, the talent, the arm and all those things, but I just can't wait until they really get to see really who he is in between years. That's going to be probably the biggest surprise for everybody. Yeah, for sure. For when he was growing up and then Roman growing, growing up as well, uh, but I guess as it relates to, to Jaden specifically, when was like the moment for you that you knew that he had the chance to be really special at the next level? Uh, I mean, to be honest with you, man, to be really, really honest, like he's been pretty exceptional the whole ride, you know, um, uh, from baseball to you know, he played football since he was seven years old. He's played quarterback since he was seven years old. Um, you know, and they kind of went through that transition where, you know, you're running sweep right, sweep left, bootleg, all that kind of stuff. Then you get old enough where kids can actually catch them. Yeah. And, you know, we kind of was like, and like, man, this guy, you know, he can throw it. You know, he's got a good arm. But, you know, he also played defense, played safety. And so me being a little selfish, I was a defensive guy. So, you know, I remember his coach one time we were talking. He's like, yeah, I put him at quarterback. And I'm like, hey, yeah, that's great. You know, I'm like, what about defense? He's like, I got playing safety. I'm like, all right, let's go. You know, so. But the situation for him just always escalated. He just kept getting better. And I want to say like his peewee year, uh, I can't really recall the age. I'm getting old, man. But uh, his peewee year, um, we we were throwing the ball like we were. You know, I'm 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 tying his shoes, you know, before weigh-ins, and I got five coaches standing around just staring at him like, "There's a kid we've been watching and hearing about it," and he was lighting it up, man. We we were we were bombs away on kids way ahead of the curve, and and he just kind of kept going there. And I think when he got to uh, right like around middle school, he was really good in baseball too. And then we had to make a a really hard decision to just kind of focus on seven on seven and you know, kind of put baseball aside because his arm talent was just becoming, you know, more apparent that, you know, he, he was pretty special. I mean, he was, I want to say in the eighth grade, um, I think he had actually played in his first uh, varsity seven on seven tournament did well, like brought a team back, came back, won the game with a hell married in the game. And, you know, and it just kind of took off from there, you know, um, I think I think like early on, just seeing his continued growth, and then um, obviously when he got to high school, you know he uh, 
you know, I knew he kind of had it competitively. And then, you know, he definitely had the arm talent and uh, that he just kept going, you know, he kept steamrolling ahead, man. It was, it was, it was really a, a really proud thing to proud moment to see his whole progression because he just stayed true to himself. Never always high character, um, always willing to learn. He's always been who he is, man. He's been genuinely who he is, you know, for the whole ride. So I'm really happy for him, man. You know, so the you you mentioned it how you kind of had to focus on seven on sevens and and you know choose baseball or football. I, I'm curious as a parent living through this. I mean, Jaden's case is unique, but it feels like you know the 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 younger the kids are now, the more serious it gets. You know, you get serious at a younger age now. Do you think that's good for you know the sport and and just just growing up? Like, how how did you yeah. kind of handle that whole process? What did you think about it? You know, to touch on what you just said, it, you know, the early part of it, it it's true. You know, I mean, you, you look at any sport across the board, baseball, all the three major sports, baseball, basketball, uh, football, you know, you got platforms now with a year round. So if your thing is basketball, these kids are playing all the time. If it's baseball, I mean, these kids are playing 80, 90 games, you know, at 12 years old. It's crazy. Um, football, no different. You know, you've got, uh, you know, uh, obviously the youth teams and, you know, you get all-star games. You get um, uh, a lot of the seven-on-seven. Seven. There's a lot more uh, emphasis now on guys getting private instruction. And you got wide receiver trainers. You got QB trainers. You know, you have a lot more developmental pieces of all of this, you know, um, at younger ages. So kind of what you're seeing now is kids are coming up, and he might be, you know, an example of that. And I think there's others out there, but – a lot of these kids are coming up at a younger age and they're a little more, you know, fundamentally sound and, and they've been worked with a little more than maybe kids have been in the past. So I think, uh, you know, it's kind of ironic, but I think the notion of that is you're going to start finding that a lot of kids, a lot of these younger guys are going to come in and, you know, be able to show that they're a little more prepared to play than people may traditionally have thought in the past yeah no, that's it's absolutely. just the nature of the, of the game right now with just more being invested you know yeah i mean that's a, that's a really good point that honestly i didn't even really think of is the fact that with some of these kids getting so much work so early on um just whether that be pop warner or high school that it does translate to them playing earlier on in their careers you, you mentioned earlier and brought up the the idea of just like proud moments uh, obviously this week I imagine has been just a, a crazy emotional week uh, for you, for Jaden uh, and, and really the whole family. But what was that conversation like with, with Jaden when he told you that he was named the starter? You know, it's actually hilarious, man, because he, he called me, you know, he called me at first and I had my phone on the charger. So I missed his call, you know, and, and he's got it a million things going on. I leave him alone. You know, he's, he's camp is getting ready, you know? And so he called me at first and then he texts me. And by the time I saw it, I think he was like uh, knocking on the door, you know, and he, he comes <laughs> to the house and, and, you know, I read it, you know, he said he got the nod, you know, and, and, and I, it was an emotional moment for me just because, you know, aside from, you know, this being the, the place where my blood, sweat and tears was emptied out at and being a sun devil all my life, life and um 
you know, always sharing that with my kids, you know, even if they were younger, you know, they, they know, you know, it's nachos on Saturday and what's ASU doing, you know, and I'm dialed in, you know, <laughs> unless we're playing a, some sort of youth game or something like that. And I'm watching and I'm, I'm a Sun Devil faithful. I played here. I, I love the school. So the fact that he got the nod, it, it really was bigger than him just getting the nod. It was uh, just knowing everything he, uh, I say he, but I really say we, you know, because we all went through a lot of that adversity together, you know, with what happened, media, um, you know, taking all the time we took into the whole recruiting process, establishing, you know, what we felt was um, uh, the best things, you know, um, the best places for him to be for development. And uh, was always the main thing was the main thing. And that was the football was first course there's other components um but you know i just say all that because when he came through the door and just to see you know how happy he was for that opportunity and just knowing you know we stayed communicating i I know the time he put in i know how hard he worked you know and um i knew just how much he grew from the time he just plopped on campus after everything we went through and um ending up a Sun Devil, which I feel, you know, was the best thing that could have happened to him, you know. So just seeing that in him and just knowing he was happy and just knowing that he had a chance to show what he can do and that he really he really earned it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it really wasn't given to him, you know. So and – I, and I know, you know, you got some good guys, man. There, there's some good guys in that group and things happen, injuries happen, all kind of things happen. It, it's a long season, you know. Um, but the fact that that's where we were at at that given time, I really was proud and, you know, it touched me. And uh, I really was just happy for him, man, because uh, he's really busted his butt, you know? Yeah. Harlan, uh, just the last he question. He in, man. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, you brought that up, Shane, right? Like, that's, that's something that I think has really stood out, at least from our perspective and the people that get to be out at practice and, and see what he's capable of is the growth from that first practice in the spring to where he's obviously at now as the starting quarterback for Arizona state. It's just like, it is night and day. And that has only been in such a short period of time. I can't imagine what he's going to do with some of this game experience under his belt. Yeah. To be honest, you know, he's got so much more room to grow. He's just like scratching the surface. You know, I think even his his physical tools are going to get better. I think he's going to just, it's almost kind of scary to see what he can become when he really, you know, gets, when he gets to the point where he can think like Kenny and think like Bo, you know, and really be on that page with those guys. Um, I think it's going to be scary what, what he can do from that position, especially with the, the guys that they have around them and, you know, their ability to continue to recruit and um, just Arizona State always being an attractive place to guys. I get the big move going to the Big 12 and things like that, and I think we're going to continue to be strong, you know, and build this thing in the right direction. So I'm just really excited for the program. You know, it's uh, Jaden's a piece of it, you know, but we got a lot of guys on that team, you know, that are busting their butt. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't know. Harlan, did we lose you? I think we might have lost him. Yeah, it looks like it. Uh, But yeah, Harlan Rashada just with with some phenomenal insight right there on on his son, Jaden and and Roman. And as to 
what I think a lot of fans like wanted to know, right? I think there's a lot of people out there that hear about Jaden Rashada and him getting the job and they, they can mm -hmm. make judgments and assessments. And a lot of it is on the arm talent. Uh, we got Harlan back right here. Let's see if we can get him back on here for a second. Uh, but it's just it, it's really unique to hear that. Yeah, and it's 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 it, it is interesting, and Glenn brings it up. But well, to think of the finished product is is crazy, and to think of how much he's grown just in such a short amount of time is really exciting. Yeah, it it is super unique. We still are we waiting on the the connection? Okay, uh, but yeah, regardless, it is again to to just hear his perspective on it. Right, you, you can only imagine what that was like for Harlan to to get that moment. I mean, like obviously what we've talked about these last couple months is or the yeah, these last couple months is is how, you know, the last year how insane that must be for a a high schooler going into college to experience what he's experiencing from, you know, changing schools multiple times, you know, being the center of attention in the NIL landscape and finally landing at Arizona State. Uh it that's it's just as crazy for a guy like Harlan who is a parent of of a kid like that who who has to not only like sit through the uncertainty of where his kid's gonna go and like what is is being done here and there and who can I trust but also just having to read some of the shit that's put up online having to read some of the articles and just I say it so many times these guys are they are they are kids yeah they are kids so having things said about your own kid and and, and most most of it. Like not not everything is that's been that was said when he was moving was bad, but there's a lot of you know just scrutiny about the whole situation. It's, yeah, it's it's unfortunate how it was handled, and I think they handled it perfectly. And and as I've said many times, is Jaden just wants to play ball, and it's really apparent. Yeah, I mean, and again, I it's just crazy. Glenn in the chat gives me chills to think of Rashada as a finished product. No, absolutely, and I think that's that's one of the parts that that really sticks out from that interview with Harlan is he has been around his son. From the start mm -hmm. and he understands i think that that is unique too for him to be able to kind of separate himself and see that a lot of people view Jaden as a talented quarterback for what his arm is yeah. but for his dad to be like he's gonna be scary when he's done like yeah. he, he's not there yet but when he does and specifically bringing up bow too mm -hmm. like when you're able to start thinking like that and you think of defenses almost as like mm -hmm. an equation it it gets a little crazy, man. Sorry if I keep looking left. There's a baby in the office. There is a baby. There is Bye, a baby. baby. Bye. Oh my. Okay, I thought it was waiting for a second. It was. It was just. She is the yeah. cutest. She gave me a smile. That's Hadley Jacobs' kid. So horrible baby. Damn cute. Guys, before we continue the conversation on Jane Rashada and ASU, want to tell you a little bit about something else that's really damn cute because it's in a tiny cam. Wink. Oh my god. Yeah. No. It's so cute. It's so cute, guys. They are so tiny, but. They pack a little bit of a punch, and it's not like a punch that's going to knock you it's a out. It's a, yeah, it's a jab. jab it's going to wake you up. It's going to wake you up. It's going to put you in the perfect place, guys. We're obviously talking about wink. It's just going to get you a wink high, just a little bit, just enough to, to cool off, especially uh, if it's been a long day at work or whatever you got going on. Uh, or maybe you just want to unwind before the college football season starts. A wink is definitely the place to go, guys. Available in either two and a half milligram or five milligram cans. You can find Wink right here in Arizona. Look for Wink at all Sunday goods dispensaries in the Valley and Botanica Dispensary in Tucson. They're now in 12 states nationwide and even recently launched online ordering and home delivery to about a dozen others to find the fastest way to get your hands on one. Go to drinkwink.com. 
Sundaygoods.com. I'm going to Sunday Goods with Petey tomorrow morning. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Me and Petey are just, you know, we just hang out. All just having a good time. Work. Me and Steve. Me and Steve. Steve frequents what I frequent. That's Factor Meals. Factor is the best fresh, never frozen meal kits that get sent directly to your house. Uh, pick them up on Tuesdays. Or you don't have to pick them up. You just got to get them from your front door. Uh, they get shipped in this perfect, like, refrigerated ceiling cool i don't know ice pack thing and they stay cool and you just put them in your fridge and it takes two minutes to microwave them factor is the best and they got great smoothies i still haven't tried their breakfast but i've, I've been meaning to um but i bet it's just as good as everything else head to factormeals.com slash phnx sundables 50 and use code phnx sundables 50 to get 15 percent off that's code phnx sundables 50 at factormeals.com slash phnx sundables 50 to get 15 percent off Whew. Shane, you were out of practice this morning. Tony, I what, was. What'd you see? I saw, well, first of all, they were playing football, which was crazy. Were like, they there really? There was a ton of football being played. And it was but there wasn't, outside. there was somebody that wasn't a football player that was at practice today. There was somebody that wasn't a football player, and I forgot to tweet this out. Bobby Hurley Jr. was at football practice today. Future X wide receiver? Yeah, that's that. That's the replacement for Jake Smith. He's coming in to fill. Um, you know, if Jake can't play, but it was funny. I, he, he gets special treatment, of course, because he's Bobby Curley Jr. Yeah. So the, there was one prime parking spot so close to the field. And I was like, oh, perfect. And I had a cone. I'm like, fuck. And so, Junior of, got of it. course, I park and then I'm walking back and I see a Jeep in the middle of the road and he's going to take the cone and then parking. Damn. I don't like that. But yeah, he got a nice parking space. I mean, perks of being a basketball player. Yeah. And is, not just being a basketball player, but your dad being the head coach. Yeah. 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 Come on now. We but, yeah, football was played out there. Football was played out there. Um, it was not as hot today as yesterday. Yesterday was brutal. Um, but, yeah, I saw some things. Uh, let's see. A couple standouts. First of all, Rashada threw a absolute biggity-biggity bomb to Andre Johnson. Um, like two plays after, he threw a really nice ball to, I think it was Jalen in the end zone, but it was a little overthrown. Um, but the one to Andre was caught. It was, it was genuinely 50 yards. And – and I felt like I was waiting on that ball to drop forever. I like think it was like, like he throws the ball. His deep ball is so it's not a moon ball because it's a rocket too. It's yeah, it is weird. It's, almost. It's, it's, it's incredible. It's a beautiful, beautiful ball. Um, so yeah, he, he made some pretty incredible throws again today. That being said, there were a couple of struggles that, you know, Kenny will talk about in, in, in some sound we have. He just, you know, it's the occasional, like, he'll throw a crazy great back shoulder ball, and then he'll find somebody over the middle, and then he'll, like, he he, he fit he fit a ball in such a tight window to, I forget who, but it was it was one of those where you throw it over the linebacker, but just low enough where, or just high enough where it doesn't hit the linebacker, but just low enough so it doesn't float over to the safety, and it lands perfectly. It was a pass just like that, over the middle of the field, perfect. And then the next play, it's like, just he's throwing to Jalen and, and I don't know if he thinks he, you know, Jalen's supposed to come in, but Jalen just runs a seam and it's just, and then, yeah, they're, they were just, you know, he's just got to limit his mistakes. And, and Kenny was asked about Rashada's practice yesterday when he rewrote the film and practice today. And mm-hmm. um, here's some words Kenny had to say about uh, Jaden on um, practice. Yeah, I actually thought he practiced better than I initially thought. Uh, he really did. I thought uh, the game slowed down a little bit. Uh, obviously, it's the catastrophics. Got to eliminate the catastrophics. Because, uh, you know, eight plays in a row could be great. Two catastrophics, none of it matters. So I think that's the biggest thing is eliminating the catastrophics. Yeah, and he, he like, 
it's what Kenny said. Like you can you can throw eight great balls, but you you know you sail one over the receiver's head and it's picked, and it doesn't matter. Um, in seven on seven, that was pretty evident. He threw two questionable balls, but you know you could see what he's thinking. And but but the one thing that I love about him is he you know he might throw a pick, but he's not he doesn't sink his shoulders. Yeah, you know he he. He just wants to know what happened there. Did did he run the wrong route, or it's on me? That's me. That's me. That's me. Um, so his attitude was great. And, and again, these are things we knew were going to happen. It's growing pains. You know, he is a true freshman quarterback. He is twelve years old at a, at a Division one university. Yeah. At a Power Five university, and the defense, ASU's defense, is is is, is a good defense. I'm going to say that right now. Yeah. Um, so and li- limiting the catastrophics is something that Kenny's been big on with his quarterbacks, really, since he he got to town, right? I mean, of like, no, before that. I mean, yeah, you're right. All Bo Nix was the, was the most catastrophic man in the country. Yeah, no. <laughs> and, but you limit those mistakes, right? You limit those mistakes, and you give your team uh, a better chance to win. And my, one of my favorite things about Kenny is he's got like he is such a methodical thinker when it comes to football and like even like the little things there are times in practice one specific time where uh this this was probably a week and a half ago where i forget who was playing quarterback threw a pick six and i want to say it was will schaefer took it back for an end zone and and kenny was celebrating and then he comes back around to the defensive sideline and he's like when the defense scores we have an 80 percent chance of winning right like He's just pulling out like mm-hmm. stats like that. And like this is a guy that has everything down to a T. He understands that, hey, if this happens, it gives us this percentage chance to win the football game. And, and being able to win the turnover battle, specifically when you are not giving the ball away, is going to be a huge yeah. part for ASU, for Jaden Rashada. And we talked about it the other day with Jaden Daniels. That's what made his first season pretty successful at ASU. And again, the the throws, uh, the amount of times that he was able to throw the ball was limited, yeah. but still only turning the ball over twice through the air was just, it was a huge part of yeah. the reason why he was good. Another awesome note from practice today was the offense looked really good. And granted, a lot of it was against the scout team, but I, I know that. And, and the reason why I, I say it looks good, even against the scout team, was like the plays were were working. Yeah. Like the 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 route concept, the guy they wanted to get open was wide open, and that's you know obviously blown plays in a scout team, but that's what it's for. Like they, these the Kenny Dillingham plays that go for big yardage, it's it's a lot like as I said yesterday, it's a lot like a you know a zone run scheme offense where. You know, it's just you you, you want to make it easy. You want to make it easy. And then all of a sudden, you know, that drag that is caught five yards down the field, there's nobody in front of him because it was schemed wide yeah. open. And yeah. that's what you saw a lot of today. There are a couple routes where I'm like, oh, my God, that is going to kill Pac-12 defenses. Like a couple route trees and route combinations. And I'm like, oh, shit. Um, so get excited. Other things you like to see. Get, get, get really, really excited for that. Um and another thing, uh, the freshmen just continue to to shine. And uh, Kenny was asked about the freshmen and how many are going to get a chance to play specifically on the defensive side of the ball. But I think that he was just answering in general. So we'll hear what Kenny had to say about the freshmen. I feel actually really good about it. I actually talked to the staff about it the other day and talked about it's a definition of you better watch senior film. Right? When you come in late, you're behind on everybody. So your entire goal is to not sign the highly rated kids, your entire goal is to out-evaluate people, right? So I think when you watch senior tape in that situation, you really challenge yourself to be a good evaluators. And I think uh, I think we evaluated some really good players. I mean, on the defensive side of the ball in particular, I think uh, 
I think we got we found some really good DBs uh, in the bunch. Yeah, yeah. And, and and he also said he probably expects a you know a good amount to to get some real playing time. I think the number was three to eight. Uh, he might say that in the next clip, but I can't remember. But I, yeah, I think that was the number he said. Keith so. JoJo. I'm sure we're going to see CJ at some point this season if Montana Warren works his way back. Like there are, it it, it is a little bit surprising because I think you Jayden. see, yeah, the 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 difference between these staffs, right? Specifically when it came to Herm's staff and that roster versus staff you have now is a the difference in recruiting from the last year of Herm to the first year of Kenny, but also the number of freshmen that you see competing constantly mm-hmm. in practice, like. I don't want to say that Herm didn't give his players a chance to compete, at least on a younger level. Yeah, That's not necessarily the case, but the reps that you see some of these guys taking consistently yeah. in seven-on-sevens in teams, it makes a guy like Keith Abney to where the point now where we're yeah. seven days from kickoff, and you're going to see Keith Abney play. Yeah, Keith was 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 practicing with the second unit in seven-on-sevens. Like, he's going to get a lot of time. Yeah. And, and, you know, the, the, the older guys recognize that. The seniors, the leaders of this team recognize that. JC and I were talking, we were talking about the O'Malley fights, of course, because obviously <laughs> JC being a big UFC guy. But JC and I were talking about the O'Malley fight, and, and Keith comes over, and they're, they're talking, and he's like, it's like, you know what, Keith – when I was a freshman, I was a normal kid. I was like, you know, I was going to do whatever, going to hang out, whatever. You're a superstar already, Keith. You're a superstar. What, what does it feel? Was it? And you know, they, they, that's kind of the ongoing joking. joke yeah. with this this team. Like, oh, you're too famous. Yeah. You're so famous. But like, like JC recognizes. Like, I I wasn't even this good when I was a freshman. Exactly. So it's 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 exciting for this defense um, well, to have guys like that. They're they are deep in the secondary, man. And part of that too, right? Is like you see what a guy again, specifically looking at a guy like Jordan Clark, who is what he is now, one of the best defensive backs on the team, one of the best defensive players on the team, right? Didn't get a lot of run early on in his career at ASU. So imagine what he could have been if he would have gotten mm-hmm. a few more game reps from time to time. And now you look at a guy like Keith Abney, who is running with the twos on defense in his freshman season. Like, imagine what he's going to be next year, the year after. He's going to be your Roe Torrance, your Ed Woods, your Jordan Clark, but better because of the fact that he's had so much more game experience leading up to that. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, everyone wants to ask the question about the starters. Yeah. And, and now we, we know the quarterback so far. We don't know anything else. Uh, you can assume certain things, but you don't know anything else. Um, I think Kenny mentioned uh, toward the end of, of his availability was, you know, Bram and Isaiah are fighting. are fighting for that left tackle spot. They are. Bram has had an excellent, excellent spring, um, and that should excite you. Uh, it looked like the line was, was pretty solidified today in terms of first-team reps, um, but... I mean, who knows with whatever they're doing. Kenny isn't the biggest fan of starters. Um, that He was asked about starters and how <laughs> they're, they're a week away and if everything's solidified, if there's some shifting, and then he gave the most Kenny answer. Here's, here's what he said. A little bit of shuffling, but in today's day and age, I mean, the D-line and the linebackers, I mean, you're going to play 14 guys, right? 12 to 14 guys. On the O-line, you better be ready to play eight. At the wideout, you better be ready to play six to seven. At running back, you better be ready to play three. At tight end, you better be ready to play two to four. So we, you know, it's that like, okay, we have starters, great. That's like the famous thing people always talk about. Who are on the field when the game matters the most? And those are the people we trust. That person may not start. It may not fit in the game plan to open in 11 personnel. We may start the game in 12. 
but you know our A receiver may be on the field when the game's on the line because we trust him, right? Or we may have three different wide receivers on the field when the game's on the line, right? Instead of the starter, I don't know, right? Same thing on defense. It's all about who you trust when the game's on the line is the most important thing to me, not who takes the field first. Yeah, I mean that's a, that's a valid point. It, I know, it's but a it's valid just point. So Kenny starters, who cares yeah. about starters? I want about people starters. Out, I want people that'll finish. He's just so... he's, but he's not wrong there. No, and, he's not wrong. He's never wrong. Kenny's and, never and been wrong. There's another thing that you have to, at least as it relates to the offense. Again, the defense is a little bit different because usually the defense doesn't control the tempo. Uh, but you you've got an offense that you're expecting to constantly be moving. Like again, I guess I can't say that. I can't say the phrase, but. It yeah, is. You're, you've been <laughs> uh, you're getting an offense that is going to be moving. This is Washington State's defense. There you go. This is this is an offense that is going to be moving quite frequently, and you're going to see different personnel. You're going to see guys that on the roster are listed as the third guy or the fourth guy, and they're going to be in pretty early on in the game. Why? Because you're going to have guys gassed yep. more so than you would with Herm Edwards' team or Todd Graham's team, yeah. simply because. The offense is different, and they're going to be moving fast. The scheme is going to change week in and week out. So, you know, you could go slower one week or the other. Yeah. But most of the time, these guys are going to be gassed. Most of the time, you know, he, Scat's not going to be on the field like Xavier Valaday was, where he's getting every single snap, and, and he's not going to Rashad White it. I mean, he, he could be that good, but I don't know if there's a man out there that has that much, you know, endurance to continue to keep going and how fast this offense is going to move. Um, and hopefully it does move fast because that means they're getting first downs. Uh, so that would be good. But, yeah, I mean, th- th- there's no egos on this team. Yeah. Like, he, Kenny's making sure of that, and that's a huge part of the starters' argument. Like, he, he doesn't have to please anybody. If somebody's playing like shit, they're playing like shit, and they're going to yeah. get they're, they're gonna get taken out, and somebody else is going to play. If they're not playing, if they're not trying, then they're not going to play that week. Like, it's just, it's it's that simple, and he's not afraid to do that. Who cares about, who cares about what you have done for me and like last week, what are you going to do for me right now? Yeah, exactly. They're here to win, right? This is absolutely the the mentality that Kenny Dillingham is going. He is not going to apologize for hurting anybody's feelings. Arizona State is going to go out there and they're going to win some football games. And some of the time, they're going to probably win some football games with guys that you didn't expect to see out there because they're simply simply giving them the the best chance to win. And they I'm wanted simping. a little bit more. Yeah, they're simping out there. Uh, Donald brings up the best point I've ever heard. If they do an in-game interview with Kenny, uh, no, the nation is not going to know what to do with that. Yeah. Oh, the nation's not? Yeah, because he's going to be like, well, you know what? I just, I, I, we're, we're playing hard out there. We're playing with our hearts out there. I love, and we're just I trying love to go, I love go win games. I love it. I love it. You're going to get something extra. Glenn in the chat. Kenny, never let them know your next move, Dillingham. Absolutely. I, look, it's going to be exciting. Again, seven days away from Arizona State playing the first football game of the season. And I don't know about you, Shane, but like listening to Harlan again talk about Jaden, it gets you, it, it gets me juiced just like for what's to come next week. Yeah. Like um, college football's back. Yep. And, and Navy's covering 20 and a half. Stop it. Stop it right now. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. Whatever, man. Look, like we said, college football is on the comeback guys and you know what doesn't need to come back because it's always here and it's always great and it's always fresh and it never goes out of style circle k guys not only do they have great prices when it comes to gas but they've also got some great deals on snacks guys buy two get one free monster energy drinks that deal's been going on a long time so definitely take advantage of that uh, buy power rate at four for five bucks and be entered and you could be one of 10 finalists entered to win a 2023 ford big bend bronco suv and some beatbox hard tees they've got some great deals on that buy two 
get one free on those. But that's not all. Go to your nearest Circle K and check that out so you make sure you're not missing out on all that great stuff. And right now, pull out your cell phone. Text PHNX to 31310 to join their SMS subscriber club and get a buy one, get one free offer on 32-ounce Polar Pops, guys. Circle K, it is the place to be at all times. Just saying. Yep, it's a place to be at all times. And look, I I said it. I think Navy's going to cover 20 and a half, so we're just going to go ahead and talk about where you, you should bet on that, and that's at BetMGM. Guys, it's it's the best place to do it. It's the best place to bet on anything. All of the lines for week zero and beyond are available right now with the BetMGM app. Guys, sign up right now using that bonus code PHNX. There's a few different offers depending on where you live before our Arizona audience. Place your first bet offer and receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if it loses. They just got so much tasty stuff on there right now. You want to take the D-backs money line? Take the D-backs money line. You want to take somebody to win in cricket? Take somebody to win in cricket. You want to you want to bet on Navy money line? Hmm? Ever heard of it? Nope. Sorry, Toe You can take Navy money line over at BetMGM. Check out the show notes for full details. And now listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-522-4700, Nevada. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Kansas, Nevada, New York, or Ontario. I want to get to, to Joshua's question from earlier. Uh, who do you think will get the most receptions and receiving yards this season? Do you think Scadaboo will get 1,000-plus rush yards? Shane, we'll start with you. Do you think that Scadaboo gets 1,000-plus rush yards? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what did uh, what's his face do last year? Let's just, well, actually, they had a running back by committee last year. Yeah. But uh, according to DeCarlos Brooks, Kenny does have numbers set for his starting tailback and his backup as well as to what numbers they need to achieve or that he wants to see them achieve. Uh, and I believe... Bucky did get there. So, what do you have? Yes, he had 1,000. He, he had 1,058. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I definitely think Scadaboo gets there, and I think... And, and Noah Woodingham had 779. And then Bo had 510. So, yeah, they ran a lot. They did it, Well, not even ran a lot. They just had a bunch of explosive plays. Yeah, and again, I mean, that's what makes part of Kenny's offenses usually so dynamic and good is that the running... The run game is just as dominant as what people think the pass game is, and it really opens it up. And I think you're going to see that season, th- that this season, uh, with Jaden Rashada, right? What is going to ease some of the pressure off Jaden is when he can turn around and hand it off to Scadaboo or Tevin White or to Carlos Brooks or Javen, mm-hmm. and you know they can give him five, six yards on a first down. Yeah, like it's going to be huge. Glenn saying in in the in person interview, I'm putting the word or in the end game interview, I'm putting the word right at over three. I'm taking the over seven. He's going to, yeah, right. Over seven. You know, we just got guys out here that want to win, right? Because he sometimes hits you with the double, right? 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 So, yeah, I like the over seven. You you could realistically see the over three hitting in the first sentence. Get him and Mike Luke on together for the record set of the word right said. That would be a hell of a show. I wouldn't want to see them interact. I wouldn't I think the world would explode. Yeah, that'd be tough. Uh, The other part of that question in terms of who do we think leads the team in receptions and receiving yards? I think Jalen leads it in receptions. Yep, and I think EK leads it in receiving yards. Yeah, I would agree. EK looks so good, dude. He's a freak. He's a freak. He is a freak. He's, he, every time I watch him play, I'm like, you're way faster than I thought you were. 
Yeah, that is a, a so fast. That is a part of his game that I feel like doesn't get talked about enough. Is just how damn fast that he is. is. I mean, today I looked at him and I was like, that's an NFL receiver. He's an NFL receiver. Yeah. Oh yeah, he is like, an NFL like receiver. He will get. He will have a career in the NFL. Like it's going to be exciting. Career. It's going to be exciting. Uh, before we wrap up the show, I want to go over a little something with you, Shane. Okay. Um, right before we do that, Anthony, yeah. I think right before the game next week, we will do a season stats prediction show. So we'll oh, I thought you were talking that. to me. I thought you were talking to me. No. Uh, like season stats of like... Gat, Jaden, all yep. those guys. Okay, yeah, I'm absolutely down for that. Glenn Chat, every year we have a running back hits 1,000. Iguano does work. Eno, Balaj, White, Valade all hit 1,000, I believe. Yeah, I'm sure they all hit 1,000 at some point in their career. You know who I miss? Hmm. Rashad White. Yeah, you he always so miss Rashad, goddamn Rashad good. White on one of my fantasy teams already. So, looking forward to seeing what he can do this season. Uh, but, Shane, we're going to go back and forth here for a second, okay? And we're going to give the folks at home or wherever they are Five reasons why Jaden Rashada is going to help Arizona State win. Can I go first? Against Southern Utah. You can. You can. Because it's Southern Utah. Because it's Southern Utah. Yeah. That's, that's your reason That's one. number one. <laughs> because it's Southern because Utah. Because it's Southern Utah. That's fair. Eastern Michigan has something to say, though. Yeah. No, no I'm kidding. No, that's, no. Not, that's not a real reason. Okay. Give you, me a reason. You start. Okay. The real reason number one why Jaden Rashada is going to help ASU win next Thursday uh, is because him and Kenny are built the same. Right, they are cut from the same cloth in terms of passion, competitive nature, uh, and just guys that want to win at everything they do. And I think when you have a combination like that, you are going to see at times, and I think you see it with with really great coach mm. quarterback duos, is it's not just the coach that pushes the player, but at times you're going to see the player push the coach. And I think you're going to get that pretty early on. Uh, in the relationship between these two. And I think it's it's going to help ASU come out on top against Southern Utah uh, in week one. I know it was a joke that it is Southern Utah, but at the end of the day, I think the competitive nature is going to have these two trying to run up the score against Southern Utah. Yeah. It, my my The second reason, which is kind of my fake reason, uh, he's going to have a, a, a pretty long leash. So, yeah. like, you know, there's going to be some nerves. You know, he's a fresh, true freshman quarterback starting his first collegiate game. But, you know, it's a good first test. Yeah. You're not playing USC week one. Yeah. Um, so, it's huge. I feel like the nerves will be a lot more calm than people think. Especially after that. After You know what I, you know what I want? Like, hmm. genuinely, I want him to get hit, like, in the first drive. Like, not hard, but I want him to get hit. Because once you get hit, you're like, all right, I can do this. Like, yeah. I felt it. I felt it. I'm ready. I wore it. Like, I got it. Like, even if it's like, you know, he throws a slant and God forbid a, a, one of the tackles gets blown by. I, if a tackle gets blown by against a Southern Utah rusher, I will lose my mind. Then it'll but, be tough. You know, something weird happens, miscommunication, and he wears one. I would love that. Oh, I yeah. would love that because because that that's the moment. That's the moment you're like, I'm here. I'm here. I, I, I've gotten hit. I'm ready to go. Absolutely. Uh, my reason, or I guess reason number three here is Jaden's arm, right? I know Harlan talked about it. We've talked about it. Everyone in the media has talked about it. He's got the best arm on the team. He's got a cannon. He's got a rifle, uh, whatever you want to call it. This dude, cannon. This dude arm cannon. is the real deal when it comes. Go ahead. What was the um, Teen Titan? Was it Cy Cyborg? Yeah, Cyborg. Yeah, he's got... Where it just shoots. Yeah, no, that's exactly what it is. That arm like is that arm is good for a deep ball. Like a deep ball, deep Jayden ball. Jaden Samus. Every single game. Yeah. And I, Southern Utah, 
watch the hell out because yeah. people people can tell you that a quarterback has an arm, mm-hmm. but when he sits back and sits there and heaves a 50-yard bomb like it's nothing, yeah. that's going to get you some wins. And again, it's Southern Utah. It's definitely going to play a factor. Yeah. Joshua asking, do you think you get Kenny on the show in studio? Uh, we have. We have. You should check that out and just search on our YouTube channel. Um, Reason number four, Shane. Reason number four. Well, let's start, let's keep the trend of the autonomy going. Or anatomy, not autonomy. Um, his legs. Yes. Okay. Escapability. Uh, he's going to make plays happen. You know, even if somehow a, a Elijah Badger doesn't get open against a Southern Utah cornerback, um, Rashad is going to be able to make plays with his legs. Yeah, for sure. The last reason that I've got, uh, and I know we, we've talked a lot about Jaden Rashada here, but this part really does help him. It's the fact that he has guys like Elijah Badger, guys like Jalen Conyers, Xavier Guillory, Melquan Stovall, uh, Javon Jacobs. It's the fact that he has so many weapons around to choose from that is going to be a huge reason why he succeeds, not only because of the Southern Utah game, but why he's going to succeed for, I think, a, a good chunk of the season is because he's got a lot of weapons that ASU fans uh, should definitely familiarize with because they've got some dogs on that roster. Jaden knows it, Kenny knows it, and those guys know it. Mm-hmm. Uh, guys, five reasons why Jaden Rashada is going to lead ASU to victory next Thursday. Before we get out of here, I want to tell you a little bit about our friends over at Shady Rays. They got a million and five different options when it comes to polarized sunglasses. It's still hot outside. The sun is still shining. So maybe go get yourself some Shady Rays. Throw them on your face and have a great day. Guys, you could shop the entire collection at their brand new location, Carolyn Commons, a full stop shop for all things Shady Rays. And if you don't love your Shady Rays, guys, exchange for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk. When you shop, their team always has your back exclusively for our listeners. Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use that code PHNX for 50% off. Two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself. The shade's rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Guys, go get some four peaks. It's time to do a beer shower because the quarterback of the future is on the Arizona Cardinals. Caleb Williams, who? Give me Joshua Dobbs! Really? PHNX Cardinals crew called it um, over, over like five months ago, which is insane. Uh, but Joshua Dobbs, you are an Arizona Cardinal. Nice. I don't know why, but he is. Poor Clayton Toon. Yeah. Um, yeah, Four Peaks. Greatest beer to drink. Greatest beer to shower. Greatest beer to do whatever else you do with liquids. Whoa. Four Peaks. Get it in ya. Get it on ya. Whatever you want. Four Peaks has your back, and they got some great food as well. I say it every time I read this ad, but if you're traveling, airport beers are the best, and they got a Four Peaks at Sky Harbor. So make sure to go check that out as well, and check out at Four Peaks Brew and at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. But you got to be 21 years or older to drink Four Peaks, and please drink it responsibly. Got a couple more questions in the chat. Diego asks, is Bram going to start at O-line? Uh, I mentioned Could, it earlier in the be. show. Him and Isaiah are in a battle for that left tackle spot um yeah joshua dobbs is dead to us as as asu fans but yeah well you know what hmm. i kind of like him why he's just, he's just fun he's a mid quarterback and i like mid quarterback you're right you do like mid quarterback um can you scroll up a little bit leo yeah bo, <laughs> bo brock is going Donald's to be very happy that's um, so funny 
how far do you guys think Rashada can airmail it, like in terms of air yards? I've seen him throw a ball from midfield to the end zone pretty, pretty easily. easily. So <laughs> I would go 65. Yeah, I would say least. probably 65. At least. And that's with everything in it. And then I think there was another question up there, Leah, about Tevin White. Oh, yeah, there was. Um, do you guys think Tevin White could be the next prolific running back at ASU? I definitely think he has the tools to be to be that Anthony. I mean, I had high hopes for him coming into this year, and they obviously shored up the running back room and the transfer portal. But, he, you know, unfortunately, I had to burn his redshirt last year. Yeah. It would have been really nice to have him as a redshirt freshman this year. Um, but it is what it is. Um, yeah, I think he'll I, – I definitely think he has the tools. I wouldn't be shocked if next year he's – He's your starting running Him back. and Kyson Brown, too. Yeah. There are, there are a lot I of think guys. might get some some snaps. Yeah, there are year. a lot of guys in that running back room that, all, again, they all provide something a little bit different. Uh, if I had to give you one of the running backs that I think does a little bit of what everybody else does, it's Tevin White. He can do a little bit of what mm -hmm. Scat, what Javen does, what DeCarlos does. Uh, so that definitely bodes well for his future at Arizona State. Guys, we appreciate you hopping on with us today. Before we go and before you leave, leave a like on the video please and give us a follow over at phnx underscore sun levels you can follow me and anthony underscore toach you can follow big pokey over here at shane d flipping from asu to tennessee to follow josh dobbs as always and we will be right back here friday at 2 p.m for a friday fun day but for now guys peace